Ah oh, man, amen for growth. You know what I'm saying? So welcome yeah, back man. to the podcast. It's your boy K Sloan. Here my boy Jay Jones. Another one, man. Another one. Another one. Another one. And, and, and I got a very, very special guest. My man, Sloan Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, introduce yourself, little bro. Uh, my name is Sloan God. I go by the artist name Sloan God, but I'm Corey Sloan. This is my older brother. I appreciate him for definitely letting me do this podcast. Uh, go ahead and shout myself out. If you haven't heard any of my music, I do have a new album now, Top of the Tower, on Apple Music, Spotify, and all music platforms. Y'all go ahead and check that out. Really appreciate that. And I am appreciative of being on the show again. Thanks, y'all. No, man. Thank you. Thank you. And and Corey, spell out your um, Twitter, you know, your, your, your uh, uh, my Twitter, my, my uh, Instagram is Kaysalon the Rapper, K A Y S L O N the Rapper. Uh, my Twitter is the Sloan Guy, T H E S L O A N G O D. And uh, my Snapchat's the same thing. Most of everything is Sloan God. I go by my artist name for most of my, most of my stuff. So you type in the Sloan God, you'll find all of my stuff, all of my social media. Hey, and, and you know what? Jay Jones, I ain't gonna lie to you, right? Because I'm a very honest brother. Like as far as a brother, I'm a hard, I'm a hard brother in that regard. Like I'm hard on him, cause I, I'm honest with him about his pieces. Like when he puts something out, I keep it G. This one's straight, bro. This one, I like this one. Like I be rocking with the first track, the intro. You know what I'm saying? You we gonna talk about it in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you talking about the playlist? I like the intro a lot. Like I'm on that. You gotta definitely tap in, Jay Jones. You gotta tap in. Everybody else, the intro. Is it on, it's on Apple. It's on Apple. Yeah, yeah, on Apple. You know me, I download whatever they tell me, so hey. we'll do that at the end of the show. We'll do that at the end of the show. End of the show. Yeah, you got to tap in on that one. But yeah. uh, real quick, though, before we get into it, Jay Jones, how about my Miami Heat, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, we we took we took the win. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> <laughs> we took the win for the Lakers. You feel what I'm saying? We 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 ready to we ready to go. It's two one. What what happens if LeBron loses this year? That's I just want I just want to entertain the thought while we on the high right now. So what happens if LeBron? It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna be like a curse because you remember when LeBron came back from the Warriors, got three and one. It's gonna be like a curse. You feel me? Everybody got the Lakers. You're gonna keep on winning and winning and winning. And the Miami Heat is gonna come from behind and just sweep them. I feel like. I feel like I feel like that's wishful thinking. I, I hope so. Anything can happen. Look at Jay Joe's face. <laughs> Anything can happen. No comment. <laughs> I didn't have a good week. I, this weekend in sports. <laughs> this weekend hey. in sports was not my favorite weekend. Hey Jay Joe, who your teams are? Say who your teams is. So Saturday. <laughs> Let's just talk about Saturday. My Longhorns lost to TCU. We're just going to go with that. Sunday, you can obviously see who my team is on Sunday. I'm wearing it on my chest right now. Know what happened to that. What'd you say? Best team in America. I like that. I like what you said. I like that. I agree with that. <laughs> Trash. Anyway, continue. And then, and then Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> Been a Lakers fan since I was about six years old. So, yeah, that wasn't my favorite weekend. But we're going to shake back. Brian Brown, when he walked off the court with 10 seconds left, I ain't agree with that, but he gonna, he gonna, we're gonna shake back. You know, LeBron just a very sensitive man. That's a very sensitive man. 
That's, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna I we know. We know that though. We know that though. You know that though. You know. Yeah, that. but we know that. But shout out to LeBron. I mean, I always can appreciate greatness. Shout out to LeBron. But real second talk, best player man. ever. What? Second, second best? best player ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, Jordan time. <clears throat> Jordan time. All day. But Jay Jones, I'll let you go ahead and take that, brother. Take that, take that, take that. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, well, first of all, we always start off with basically with the guests, kind of what they're doing in life. And uh, I heard you be doing, you do like some trading, some, some trading yeah. stuff. Yeah, kind no, of you elaborate on that? I, I, I need to learn something, you know. You might teach me okay. something. Okay, so at first, uh, it was one of my good friends that I linked up with because we were both stationed in California because of our parents' military family. We like to move around. And I started to notice a lot of mutual friends through him doing something called Forex. It's foreign exchange. And I, I, at first, you know, people keep on, you know, bugging me about it. You always get people to bug you about it. You probably had at least one person tell you about Forex and you didn't want to hear about it. You were like, man, I ain't got no time to talk about this. I don't got no money to give. And you're just constantly thinking that somebody bugging you, but it's somebody trying to afford you the opportunity. And then once you start to, once you start to recite it, you're like, man, I, I sound like those people that keep on sliding in my DMs. Because once you actually tap in, you start to realize that it's not about you finding more people to get you to sign up. It's not no pyramid scheme. It's not like a, a regular thing that, you know, if I get all these people, then I can pick all this money. If I don't get you, or if I don't get anybody else to join, I'm still going to make my revenue through Forex because before an exchange, you're paying for the tools for you to be able to read basically how stocks go. You're not necessarily a stock market trader, but you're, you're basically just watching how U.S. dollar and uh, Australian dollar change because they change rapid, rapid pace. Once you're watching how these are changing, you can either watch how they're skyrocketing or watch how they're dropping. That's when you sell and you're a buy point type. So whenever you start to whenever you start to realize how the frequency is going, you're gonna make a lot more money because you're putting in more money into it. You're just like, okay, well, let me put 25 cents in this and see how far it goes. Putting 25 cents to it, something that you didn't have before, now you're at five dollars. And you're like, man, if I can if I can focus on how these frequencies are going, I can put into this buy, I can put into this currency pair, I can put into this currency pair. Then you're starting to work with yen. Then you're starting to work with different currencies where you know, you're like, man, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. Before you know it, you're making $9, $10, $15, $15, $15. You're seeing all of these things pop up. And by the end of the week, you then made $300 just by watching the trade of our currency to their currency, their currency to their currency. Different, and, 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 and even outside of the currency pairs, you can start putting into things like Bitcoin. Forex offers you the thing to do Bitcoin, to put into Apple, to put into Tesla. It's not, stop trading it's watching currency pairs that's all you're doing it's so simple-minded so simple-minded and see core so i want you to also kind of detail because i know i've talked to you about the forex deal and it just i know you, you try to tell me about your mentor and things like that and i'm not opposed to doing it i think mm -hmm. i'm like the population part of the population that's like eh, what's the catch you know what i'm saying because right. um you know everybody talks about how much money you make you can make but it's like uh I guess I, I need that um, guidance in regards to getting a little more information about it. And, I, and, and could you like, you know, elaborate for myself and Jay Jones or anybody else that's listening about the uh, meetings that y'all do? <clears throat> tell me, tell us about a little so bit about the, the meetings that y'all get into. The meetings that we have, a lot of the Zoom calls that we have, a lot of the group messages that were on Telegram with uh, a lot of mentors and a lot of chairmen, they're basically telling us, you know, that we need to 
keep a keep a clear mind. Know that whenever you contact somebody about Forex, whenever you tell people about your opportunity, they're not always going to be they're not always going to want to listen to what you got to say. But that's not just with Forex. That's just in life. You get a lot of you get a lot of uh, root calls just to basically get your mind right about getting people on the Forex. Then you have group calls about harmonic scanner. The more things that you type into, tap into whenever you start to learn about it. Harmonic scanner is basically you just watching the, watching your currency pair. But it's just, it's like before we get on, they basically uplift us into wanting to get back into trading. You know, if you take a loss, it's okay. You know, it basically, so you don't take a loss and be like, man, I'm not trying to do this no more. I'm, this is really frustrating and, you know, I'm trying to quit. You know, if you quit anything in life, you know, you're just going to be a quitter. You know, you yeah, just, just, just got to focus. You got to focus on it. You got to hone in on it. And you got to be like, okay, I made this opportunity to do something, whether it be Forex or whether it be anything. I made this opportunity to do something. So I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to get on IM Academy, which is what you get on whenever you first start with Forex. And I'm going to learn these videos. I'm going to watch everything that I need to know so I can be more efficient than this mentor that put me on. Like, you can make more money than the person that puts you on. That's why Forex is so... It's just so good because if you if you're more tapped in than he is, you can. I'm I'm been sending my mentor. I'm like, hey, bro, I just made this, and he was like, bro, I didn't even see that. You got to watch for your signals. Signals are something that you're getting from everybody in the group, whatever the group that you are in. My group is Cash Camp. You got to watch for these signals. People are trying to help you. They send you signals of things that you need to plug in so you can make money. Like literally, they're giving you the sauce. They're giving it to you for free. So it's like it, it don't take it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to pick up our free money. And see, and see, I want to kind of I guess kind of jump off of where you talking right there and then jump into the stock market type of because that's what Jay Jones does. Jay Jones is into the stocks. <laughs> Jay, jo <clears throat> Jay Jones, what would you say is the biggest difference from based on what you know? Of course, talking about like in regards to like how the stock works. Uh, really, not a big difference. The only thing is, <clears throat> I mean, he kind of explained the stock market. You look at graphs. Um, only thing with stocks, I bet I would bet you know more about the businesses. It's like, like you said, if I buy Apple, I know what Apple is. So, mm -hmm. I guess you would have to do more research on the currency you're buying because you don't know which one's which. So, with with stocks, you kind of you probably have more knowledge of what you're buying. Like you, you know you're buying Nike. You know you're buying. Basically, basically, right. Basically, the difference is with stocks. You're more so buying a share. And with Forex, you're kind of just putting into, you know, how the company is going to do. You don't necessarily lose as much as you would if you were to put into shares into the company. And when the company goes downhill, you're going downhill, too. Now, with the with the with the uh, Forex, though, when you go foreign exchange, it's a lot less. Um, the the uh, it takes more of the digital dollar to equate to the actual dollar in America. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I bet that's probably got something to do with that as well. Don't you think? Yeah, right. As you see, all those numbers run up behind the Bitcoin. Like you'll put like a hundred dollars down, and it'll be like point zero 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 nine three three three, and it's just it doesn't equate. You feel me? It, it takes a lot more digital to come up with. But but I'm all for that though, because I think I think you know we always talk about multiple streams of income. I think if it's something that you have the time to dedicate to, which is why yeah. I told you, Corey. You know, I'm not opposed to doing uh digital currency trading. Like I, I want to get into some type of trading because I believe that uh, putting all your money putting all your investments into the dollar is absolutely ridiculous. Like you should not only, you know, trust in the dollar in America, you should also try to spread your wealth or spread your, um, your residual elsewhere. 
And I also believe in multiple streams of income. So that's why, you know, I think it's important that, you know, cats that find a way to get a hustle that, you know, it's, it's honest. It is not one of the pyramid schemes. Cause I bet there are some out there that's a little, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> anything with money can get a little faulty, man. It's just how it go. But you got to really do some people, some people piggyback off of it. Some people like to, <clears throat> some people like to use schemes where they'll, they'll see that you post that you're a Forex trader because one of the biggest things about, populating about doing better is that granted even though i told you even if i don't bring you on i still make my money if i do bring more people on that up my rank that makes my rank look better so now you're a p150 because you got three people on you get six people on now you're a p whatever the case may be to the point where you become a chairman because the things that you're saying to people are actually motivating people to want to come into the company and not only come to the company and just quit, but come to the company and make bread. The more that they make, that makes you look even more better because you're their mentor. You're not only, as a mentor, you're not only telling them about Forex, but you're telling them that they can profit from Forex. You're, you're initially trying to get them to quit their job and make thousands of dollars in a short time span off of doing something legal. You don't sell drugs. You don't, you're not a peddler. You're literally watching the market. Watching, so, sitting on your butt, making money. When you're when you're a chairman, what is that? How does that benefit you? Or does that make it, you? It, it basically money? it basically benefits your payout. So you okay. begin to get an additional payout side of what you're making from trading. Okay. Because you have that. Because you have that that uh, high rank. Gotcha. Now, before you start all of this, is it a class? Like, do they send you videos? So like, so like whenever you first initially sign up, you sign up with that uh, $225 fee. You sign right. up and then they give you everything through I Am Academy. I Am Academy is going to give you a catalog of videos that you definitely have to watch to get that knowledge. Granted, okay. like Thanks. I told you before, it don't, take a, it don't take a genius to be able to trade, but those videos are definitely gonna get you ahead of the next man because the next man's not gonna wanna watch it. He's just hearing about, man, let me go ahead and just throw this $200 going. I'm gonna go ahead and just stack up this bread. A lot of people think that way and they go in so fast, crash and burn. Because they don't wanna they don't wanna know the knowledge, they just wanna make money. That's the that's the blueprint right there. All right, man, you gave it look. Hey, hey, LeBron, LeBron said he laced up. So I and, and I also think that tying into like some a different uh, idea is that like I noticed that a lot of people that do trade, a lot of people that do kind of talk about Forex online, they they're into like motivational stuff and they're, it's like they kind of almost try to better themselves because of trading. I mean, I've, from what I've noticed, they 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 like kind of get into groups where it's like a little more. Uh, I, I've noticed they try to like do a lot of self development type stuff. That's why that's what kind of drew me to it at first. I was like, man, these these people talking about some good stuff, but I don't know nothing about this trading stuff. So it's right. like I'm like you know I, I'm kind of iffy on the money part of it, but I'm like, hey, he said some good stuff though. So I'm like, I can rock with it. So you know, hey, look. Anything, like anything, you know, you got to do your homework. So, I mean, I think if you're doing your, you're doing your homework, you know what you're doing, I, I think it's, it's solid. You know, I'm, I'm, for me personally, it just, I don't want to invest too much time into something um, that I, you know, I just don't know what I'm going to get out of it. But I'm all about multiple streams of income. So I'm looking, oh, yeah. I'm looking for anything. <laughs> I'm looking for anything, anything legal, baby, anything legal. I respect that. Respect, respect. Coming from a stock guy, I respect that for it. Like I said. Thing with me, I was young and I just, no lie, I was probably 18 and I just put like 20 shares in Apple. It was about $98. And now, I mean, it went up to like 400, so, you know, so I made a little bit of money just off picking, like I said, it was a company I, I knew. I knew everybody had Apple phones. So Take, you took a risk. I took a risk. 
Well, that's how I got into stocks. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's how I got into stocks. Like I, I never looked at forex because I started off, you know, with the stock game. But I mean, sounds legit to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like my experience isn't going to be everybody else's experience because right. with the with the group of people that I got with, once they set up the Telegram group and you know once we got into it, literally every morning, they say uh, uh, Grand Rising family, Grand Rising family. Everybody everybody pings in, everybody taps in. They just want to make sure that you're good. My mentor hits me up every morning and says, "You good, brother?" Hits me up every morning to see how I'm doing has nothing to do with Forex, nothing to do at all for it. He doesn't even ask me how much am I making. He doesn't ask me, hey, how, how's Forex going? None of that. He just asked me, hey, how you doing, man? You doing well? You at work? Did you eat today? Just, just you know, normal conversation, typical conversation, just to make sure that my head is right. Because if my head is right, then I can make my head, you know, work on the money. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking positively, you know. I, I don't know. I just started to feel a lot better once I started doing it. No, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And the crazy part is you talk about mentors and, and, and accountability and everything groups. And that was basically our next topic, really. So <laughs> you already started off how important it is. And uh, I mean, just like in my experience, just having somebody that been through something that can just give you the game, just kind of like you just did with us. It's like just having somebody that's been through it and be like, hey, I go right. I wouldn't go left. You know, and sometimes we hard headed. <laughs> and we still go left because we hard headed. But and then you realize, like, dang, I should have just listened. So, like, that mentor, just having that person that, that you know, can just, just be that angel on your shoulder sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so important in life because, you know, it just keeps you out of trouble. Um, sometimes it benefits you in ways, like you're saying, like, somebody told, like, my aunt was my mentor on the stocks. You know, she was like, hey, Apple, it sounds like $98 is a lot, a share, but it's going to grow. You know what I'm saying? So just having that person. To have that older person, sometimes it might be somebody younger than you that been through something that can teach you something. So just if you had a person, just listen. Hey, listen to listen to people, man. People with, with knowledge, listen to them. That's that's my thing. That's my view on it. It's a mentor thing. Big facts. And then yeah. piggybacking off of that, um, with mentorship, I think a lot of times it's like, you know, I guess accountability, mentor, having somebody else that knows what you got going on is always beneficial. That boy had the little guy. Hey, he said. <laughs> well, brother, hey, he got my attention. I looked out and said, What in the heat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, I, was, I got a little distracted. But uh, <laughs> nah, man, I think having that mentor or whoever is on your team that, you know, if you have a team, you're a part of a team, I think the beauty of it is is having somebody that's going to get at you about how you doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they're going to really, like, they're not only going to check on you, but they're going to be like, hey, look, like, we got to get this done. Like, we not doing this yet. You know, I think sometimes having that, even if they equal to you or lower than you, having somebody check you on stuff is a blessing, bro. It's a blessing because some people are just scared to say stuff to certain people. And I think those people are the people you got to stay away from. Like, people that are scared to keep it real with you, uh, be honest with you. Those can't be your accountability mentor or accountability partners, mentors, whatever you want to call them, because they never really gonna tell you that your ish thing, for for lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they ain't never gonna tell you that you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. And uh man, I I feel like the best you know, mentors, people that have kept me on my toes have been those people that like, you know, got at me, like literally came in my neck, like because like you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like you ain't you ain't. Like this ain't it. And I'm just like, 
Like, you know, you get some kickback at first, but then you'd be like, you're right, bro. <laughs> like, you're right, bro, because, like, they, Cause they, if they didn't care, they wouldn't say nothing. They wouldn't say nothing. They just let it go. And, you know, and, and bro, to be honest, me and my brother, we didn't, we didn't be in the situations where I've been at his neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't been at his neck, and I'd be like, bro, like, we got to do this, we got to do that. But it's because, like, I've had that happen to me through yeah. my mentors, and I'm his big brother. So, and I know that, and it's funny, I got both of y'all on here. I said I'm gonna, I'm, I was going to address it. Being a little brother is different growing up. <laughs> Baby brothers it's united. <laughs> it's united. different. Like y'all want to speak on that? What's like? What's it like being a little brother? Like what's that like? I guess. Uh, I start off with saying, as a as a child, it's hard because it's like, I mean, it's not hard. It's just like you know, you want to beat your big brother up, but it's not going. It's just not going to happen, you know. <laughs> like when you little, it's like, hey, like you got three, four years on whatever you got on. It's like, but you can't do nothing about it. But uh, as you get older, I think personally, it's it's the best thing that you, you can you can have happen to you because you see like you said I saw my big brother do some things good and I saw him do some things bad and it's kind of like like oh yeah I'm not doing that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. I said he'll come home and be like yeah bro and I'm like yeah I saw that you ain't got to speak on it I'm got you like but it's been some things he done told me like just like when I was 17 18 he was like man just be honest with girls and you'll win at the end you know, a lot of people don't get that game. So I was usually, I can't say 100%, but I was pretty honest with females, and it, it worked. It was like, they was like, dang, why, you really tell the truth the whole time? I was like, yeah, like, my brother told me to, you know, like, and, and it worked out. Are you so, serious being honest with you? <laughs> yeah, like, you damn. <laughs> what is going on here? So it's just something, some little things you get from watching your big brother and, and just, you know, him giving you some of the game, the blueprint. I think it benefits you at the end because you can be, like watching a TV show almost, <laughs> picking what you like and throwing away what you don't like. That was a good, that was a good analogy. I feel, I feel like I feel, feel like, like he on the spot. He got Big Brother on the show. He like right, that was a good one. All right, can we go ahead and move on? <laughs> no, for real, no, but um, no, I really feel like I feel like my experience was a little bit different because I feel like I was just really just living in the shadow. I was trying to make make myself be my own person without being like, hey, yeah, I'm so-and-so. Uh, oh, yeah, you're Carrie's little brother. It's like, yeah. That's me. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely me. And then it just, it, just, it just became like, you know what, it made me, it actually made me strive a lot harder. It made me, you know, work a lot harder so people could be like, oh, no, that's Corey Sloan. Like, oh yeah, we we know who that is. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm doing these things, I'm doing better things. And not even not even necessarily even in athletics. I just wanted to do so much to be out of that category. You know, I, then I started doing choir, started singing, whatever the case may be. And and it's not trumping on my brother being like, you know, he can't sing, but I just wanted that much more of an upper hand for people to know that, oh, he does this and he does that, and he does this, he does that. So I'm now my own man because I do so much that, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, you're so-and-so little brother. They're going to be like, hey, bro, you know, they hit up Carrie and be like, hey, man, you know, your brother's doing stuff. Like, yeah. it makes me feel more glorified that, you know, now my now my achievements are coming to him, not directly through me, but through others. Now others aren't coming to me being like, oh, you're, you're so-and-so. You feel me? We're doing great things together. We're not doing, he's doing great things, and I'm just hearing about the great things like, oh, man, you know, I got to. I got to do better. No, it's just like a, it's like a competition to make us better. You feel me? Like I'll tell him about my achievements and I want to hear about his achievements just as well. So, you know, I'm just, I have something forward to. 
or I could be like, man, I can top that. Not as a not as a, a competitive battle type thing, or you know, we're just gonna be great together. Yeah. How, how close? But like, what's the age difference? Uh three years. So yeah, my brother and I, we five years. So he was out of high school by the time. I mean, and I get you with the competitive thing because his his high school team was fifteen and zero, and they won state. <laughs> My senior year, we went 14-1, and one and we lost it. And he, I swear, to this day, even our last podcast, to this day, I'd be like, yeah, I played for a 14-1 and one team. If he around, he'd be like, well, my team went 15-0. And oh. <laughs> just go ahead and just drop that real quick. Yeah, ahead. it's like, it, it, but, I mean, whatever. I mean, so I get you with that, too. It's like, but 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 I get what you're saying. If we were closer in age, I would have had to be, hey, that's little, that little brother. But he was out of high school by the time I, you know, so it was like, I'm just dread. So I never had to. Kind of living that shadow, yeah. So I, I would, I would feel the same way though. See, for me, so I ain't no little brother, you know what I'm saying? So I can't resonate with the little brother mindset. But being a older brother, to my brother specifically, on the same story, but on the flip side of it, I was always trying to, I guess, uh, I was always trying to like protect him in a way, you know what I'm saying? And, and I wanted him not to make some of the mistakes I made, and I try to talk to him. But sometimes when I mean, Corey's right. In high school, I did have a lot of success. So a lot of people did, you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, your brother kid, like, you know what I'm Or they'd be like, oh, your little brother, I seen your little brother doing this and that. Be like, why your brother ain't playing football like you? It's like, bro, like, he ain't got to play, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't got to play football if he ain't really a football player. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Why he ain't a running back? Why he ain't this? Why he ain't that? And I always would get in these positions where I would have to defend him when it came to the sports realm. But um, his realm that he went into, he's right. I wasn't in. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a swimmer. He was a, a musician. He was, you know what I'm saying? He was more of the uh, eccentric type of personality. You know what I'm saying? We were totally different, and I'm sure that that was on purpose, which is cool. And it, and it worked out for him as it worked out for me. I think um, I always was trying, to, was trying to be that protective type. So I think what was hard for me going into college was when I had guys that um, were trying to treat me as a little brother type and to be a mentor to me because I, I didn't know how to take a back seat. You know what I'm saying? So I was always trying to be top dog. I'm like, hey, you ain't nothing to hold up, bro. Like, you ain't going to be talking to me like, you know what I'm saying? And then it just, it, it, it really dwarfed me initially in my college experience because, bro, I just wouldn't listen to nobody. Like, I, and it, it was like, I was a hard head and I, and I ended up submarining real fast in my early years uh, leaving the house. <clears throat> but um, I think the humility that being a little brother gives you, I think, is a blessing, dog. Like real talk, like you, you, you know, you, you, you grew up with with older brothers or older sisters or whatever. Like you just kind of have that humility. You like have a little more understanding. You, you're a little more willing to receive information than being the top dog in the house. Mom gone. All right, you make sure everybody eats. It's like, all right, bet. I'm going to get my food first. Like, y'all better make sure y'all don't get dirty up here, get nothing dirty in here. You know, I'm yeah. trying to make sure I keep everything good, you know. So it's kind of a different – it's a different mindset, you know. And I think I think I kind of – I almost would say I wanted to be a little brother at times, but nah. It was, it was it's crazy. fun. It's fun at first, like I said, because when you, look, you get people in trouble. I wouldn't like that, though. I was never – look, I never got my brother. I was not a – I was never a snitch, but it's like, like I say, just the part where you can't do nothing. If they if they want to come in there and pick on you, it's kind of like, it's I can't do that. Y'all got really, it. To, 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 to piggyback off the first thing that Drill says, really, you, 
you you really are picking and pulling the things that you want and the things that you don't want because mm-hmm. not necessarily everybody's in the same situation that I'm in. I had the opportunity to not only be, you know, successful, but I had the opportunity to have a brother who was successful. Not everybody has the opportunity to have an older brother that's successful. Some people's older brothers are in prison. You know what I'm saying? Just like he said, you're picking and pulling the things that you want and the things that you don't want. So, you know, if you have a brother that's in prison, you can be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I'm not like that. Like, it's just, you just... Pick and choose. It's a TV. I'm telling you, as a kid, it's a TV show. You see your brother do something, you like, I don't agree yeah, with that. Yeah. Or you be like, hey, that was kind of cool. So that's kind of how it is as a little brother. Carrie, you can think of you. You have a dream about it tonight. Like, nah. Nah, it's all good, though. No, but no, with accountability, though, I'm saying a little bit more because, like, Carrie, you and I, I mean, at first we were, we were just, I was introduced when you walked in. The locker room at Hard Simmons. I didn't know who you were. You was late to camp, and I was like, "Oh, he's going coach." Like, like no, like over the years though, we even this dude right here, Kerry, he keep me. Both of us, we keep each other account. We didn't work together. If it's something, I'd be like, "Nah, it's not." Yeah, you know, if I get lazy with the workouts or something, anything, something like, "Nah, that ain't how we moving." So, and, and Jay Jones really being nice, but he really be calling me more than I be calling him on. You know what I'm saying? Like he be keeping me. Jay Jones, Jay Jones, what I learned, and this is why I say, like, this is why I also agree on accountability partners. He's he has a lot of the qualities that I don't have. And I think when you come up with a team and you the people that you really work with, you want to have them feel in your weaknesses. And I think uh like for me, I'm not the most routine type of individual. For you know that we don't come up routine like we we woke up whenever you know what I'm saying we eat whenever whatever do whatever. Jay Jones do the same stuff all the time. Like, he do the same stuff all the time. Like he don't never change nothing. No. He's probably still man, and it's 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 a blessing because he he's like so routine with it. So if I could just ride his coattail with the routine and I try to keep my efficiency the same, then we can be able to come together and do a lot. That's how we got so many podcasts to this point is because he's a routine cat and I'm just like a hammer that sometimes fizzles out because I ain't got no routines necessarily. Nah, but you a grinder though, dog. Hey, but like, your battery go from 100 to like 99 and three. You can grind all day. I'll be over here like, shh, like we got re- the only reason we doing this because I want to start a podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, shoot. it's like a Sunday. I'm like, oh, what, two weeks? He say today. I was like, <laughs> You know, like he just, For real. It's like, if it's I, on his head, if it's on slow, it's gonna get done. Me, I can procrastinate a little bit. There you go with the There you go again. You're smart. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 my my low my low power battery thing coming up. Oh, you good? No, nah, but you I'm charge saying charge your phone, man. We on the podcast. What you doing? <laughs> charge your phone. See, little brother stuff, man. You good, you good, you good. Charge your phone, man. If Sloan want to get it done, he going to get it done, man. I'll probably be like, we can do that too. He's like, nah, we're going to do that now. So, like he said, he got to boy, grind. He... But that's how that's how it worked, though, because you got to find people that you can work with that fill in those gaps where you're trying to get level up. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to level up my routine. He's trying to level up in his grind. So when we meet in the middle, then everything we produce is going to be on another level than what we could have done alone. <clears throat> so that's kind of what I think is the beauty of accountability partners. And I got a few other cats that I work with on different things that I feel like can help me uh, level up in areas. But I mean, I think on the flip side of it, having people that don't necessarily uh, fit 
your lifestyle, fit your, your mindset, your grind, your uh, weaknesses. They don't necessarily give you much. They can actually swan dive your success. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Especially if y'all have the same weaknesses because then y'all come together and make sense of the weaknesses you have and they get weaker. Now you really right. lose. <laughs> now you really out here <laughs> losing. Like, not only did you not have drive before, but you found another cat with just as little drive as you. Now y'all yeah. both just sitting there talking about how much y'all don't do. And y'all just like, just you know, sedentary. Uh, I, I definitely had a, I had a good friend that I was, I met him through a today's car wash job. And, you know, me and him, we still cool to this day. But I remember days when we would just sit in my car and talk about how much money we can make. We ain't never made a dime, you know. We we sitting in this car every day, you know, wasting the day away, wondering like, man, what can we do to make money? What can we do to make money? Not actually making any strides yeah. to go get a decent job, to go, you know, put in applications, to go uh, make sure, you know, where can I go to get a certification? Around that time, I was young enough to do things like Job Corps. I was young enough to have opportunities, and I was just, you know, wasting it away because, you know, I was with somebody else who was in the same position that I was in, you know, both mm -hmm. of us with the same negative energy dragging each other down. <laughs> nobody is, nobody's trying to excel. You feel me? Like, you're sad, I'm sad too. Two sad people. <laughs> right. yeah. Misery, loves you know, Misery exactly. loves company. Misery loves company. Misery loves company. And, and, and I, I think, you know, I, I want to kind of stray away from this type of topic real quick just a little bit and go to like, um, how a plan, like having a, a detailed plan about where you want to be um, in the next month, in the next two months, in the next year, um, that'll keep you out of those situations sometimes. Because the power of no is extremely, extremely impactful, bro. And I know Jay Jones, he'll say no to something real quick, boy. That's definitely my, that's definitely my down. Oh, I, I, Hey, it's, oh, it's, 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 that's your biggest weapon, bro. Like out here, like that's your Excalibur out here in this field, man. Like when you're talking about, you know, when people come up to you with these, these ideas of, oh, let's go do this, man. Like you, you, you're going to be able to make this amount of money and do this, do this. Come on, come on, run with me. And it's like, does that fit what I planned on doing last week? Like I put, last week I made a plan. Does that fit? Not really. I think I might need to, uh, nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> like maybe I'm next good. time. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. It's kind of like fun. spare change. Spare change. What about straight? Oh, you straight out spare okay. change? You know what though? I'm gonna take that spare change. If, no, I'm if, saying, I'm saying when they ask. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Oh, yeah, I'm hold. Yeah, you can hold that. You can hold that. You can hold that. Nah, yeah, bro, nah. it's 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 crucial. It's crucial. Crucial. Self confidence, self love, for real, for real. That's really what it is. You let nobody talk you into something you ain't gonna. I just can't do it. Like, let's go do y'all can take videos, y'all can take videos, have all the fun y'all want to have. I'm gonna save some money real quick. I'm gonna save this money, I'm gonna put this money in my account. And bro, that's bro, that's so that's so empowering to end the month with money in your account. Like, you know, you got paid at the beginning of the month, and you come out the end of the month, you got some money, even if it's a little bit, you like, dog, like, yeah, like that's way more satisfying than a lot of different things that you can spend money on because all those things you spend money on was that's just experience is you get it and it's gone you, you know what i'm saying and then you're looking for it again so yeah. Yeah. Well, have fun in life yeah but don't spend all your money have fun though because i do yeah, both. yeah it's a, it's a balance 
Now some people have too much fun. <laughs> and then they broke. Some people broke, you know, have, don't have enough fun and they stressed out, you know. Stressed out. Stress, so. Don't save, don't just save, 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 and don't just spend, yeah. spend, spend. If you spend, you know what? Hey, bro, this is crazy. This is crazy. We're talking about this. So I was listening to this cat talk, this cat named Chris Cole, like this millionaire. He'd be teaching like the wealth standard with this other cat. But anyway, <clears throat> he says that the the currency, right? The word currency is current. So it's supposed to continue to go. You know what I'm saying? When you get the money, you're supposed to really let the money go. But when you let the money go, the money supposed to grow. So when you let it go, you ain't supposed to be just spending it on stuff that just fizzles out. You know what I'm saying? You spend it on the movies, you spend it on some cars, it just fizzles out, you spend it on whatever, and it's just gone. You're supposed to get it and invest it, right? So invest it into your small business, invest it into your uh artistry, invest it into your um you know, whatever career you're in right now to be able to level up. And then when you get the money from that, put it back in again. Current. It's current. You feel me? It's like water. It just keeps rolling and rolling. You don't sit on it. You keep it going so that you can have the transactions because you want transactions. You want transactions. You ain't supposed to just be sitting on money. You're supposed to spend it just on the right stuff. You feel what I'm saying? You got to have money to make money. You got to have money. You got to spend money to make money. Scared money don't make no money. Yeah, we can say it a hundred ways. Hey, what do you say? What do you say? All money in. All money in. No money out. No money out. You spend it on yourself, invest in yourself, it's still in your account. Hey man, that's it. That's why I'm eating green foods, Corey. That's why I'm eating green food. I had a salad, man. I got my lunch. It's it's about it's about done now. You drinking it or you eating it? I'm drink. I'm drinking that. I got the salad over there too. I ain't both of them. And and, and 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 I heard my testosterone levels is gonna grow with the with the peanuts. So you know what I did. Hey man. <laughs> hey man. Same hey, man. Hey, there you go. There you go. That way. Slow way. The slow way. way. That's, <laughs> that's been the way. I've been saying that. It's been the way. Slow. Way. We got to be to work at eight forty five. Slow pop up at ten. But the meeting never starts till ten. I'm like, why do I not do it the slow way? You gotta work efficiently, baby. I know the ways. I know what they're doing. They're trying to get us there early. Nah, I'm up, but I ain't there. <laughs> hey, I'm up. Y'all call me. Hey, what's up? We good? Oh, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Yeah. Ain't there yet. Funny. Good time. Good time. But let's get... <laughs> uh, last little thing. I mean, not last little thing. Another thing we're gonna talk about is like nature versus nurture. Like basically, things that's already in your genes. And then basically the, the nurture, like the environment feeds you some stuff. So uh, we was actually talking about this yesterday. I was talking about this to a, uh, a individual. They were talking about how all their parents. Real quick, real quick, uh, you know, for my brother. Cause you know, my brother ain't psychology major. You know what I'm saying? We probably got some cats that ain't really too laced up on the nature versus nurture. Talk to him. So talk the nature versus nurse, nurture is actually um, your environment, Corey. And, and this is for anybody else that's listening. Your environment and how that affects how you turn out right so it's like you know you have a kid and they grow up in the hood um chances are pretty high that they could end up in in jail or dead before a certain age you know right. what I'm saying? or you get a kid that grows up in an affluent environment chances are they could become an entrepreneur or they could uh inherit some large lump sum of money um because of the situation that they came up in so that's yeah. the nature versus nurture idea and um yeah. It's actually coined by Maslow, but go ahead real quick. No, nah, yeah, and I'm saying, yeah, like the nature, 
yeah, the nurture is the environment. The nature is basically like it's automatic. It's your genes. It's what you have. So um, I was talking to a, a daughter. Well, I can't even say daughter. Her family were basically alcoholics. So she said it was in her genes. But then, like she said, her mom didn't drink. And then she stayed with her mom. But her dad's family, you know, her dad's side of the family was the alcoholic. But her mom didn't drink. So she said she stayed with her mom. And her mom didn't drink at all. But she said she felt like it was just in her blood. <laughs> Even with in a good environment, she felt like the nature took over the nurture. She was in a good environment, but just the nature of like her genes, just having it in her family, she said she felt like it took over. So uh, it almost sounds like a mental placebo. It, it, that's what they kind of say. They say like if it's already in you, it's it, it, it's it's kind of half and half. Like some people can the nurture. I mean the the the, the nurture, the environment can take over, but sometimes the nature just wins. You know, like it's just automatically inside of you. You know. I, I think sometimes, though, <clears throat> to add to that, some some things like when it comes to like drugs and alcohol, I think they say biologically, some people do have a predisposition to yeah. alcoholics yeah. or being addicts. Mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, if your mom was a meth addict, if you try meth because it was in your blood when you were born, I think you may be a little more. Uh... <laughs> Corey, what, what are you eating? Uh, uh, lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this man eat all this candy. Anyway, you made No, I was eating pistachios. That was, that was the only candy. Was about candy. Anyway, uh, you may be a little more uh, inclined to be an addict just because of the biological, you know what I'm saying, yeah. influence that's going on there. So I think that that might be actually real, you know? And yeah, she was telling me that she just felt like she needed alcohol, even though her mom put her in a great environment, great school, everything. She said she thinks the nature kind of took over but she said she has other cousins that same family same side like but they they were in great environments and they didn't even think about alcohol it's like but where did she go to get out where did she go to get that influence from to start drinking alcohol though you know what i'm saying like what uh, i mean just you know she probably just like she was just saying like she just saw it it looked cool and she just felt like she should do it um just kind of like watching tv and stuff just society but she said she has cousins who same, like, go to the same family reunions, everything, like, best friends, and they were like, mm-mm, just because good environment, and they saw how it did their family, they're like, nah, like. So, was it like peer pressure? She said it was just, like, society, I guess, probably a little bit of peer pressure, she, you know, it was college and stuff, too. Probably a little bit of peer pressure, plus society, plus it looks cool, but her cousins were like, nah, it's, it's weird how nature, yeah, it's like, it's weird how it works with some people, and then how it works with them. It doesn't work with them. And I, and I think, like, for me, when I kind of think about it, like, I know I personally cannot keep people around me that are super um, sporadic, people that are very uh, all over the place and they don't really have goals and they, they just kind of just do things because um, I have a natural inclination to be like, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, if people like that around me and they're doing negative things, the um, nature of me versus the nurture of that situation. If I keep myself in that situation, then I know that I'll start doing things I shouldn't be doing just from my, my curiosity. Right. And I, I won't necessarily like buy into it, but I'll just be interested by it. And I don't know what that could turn into. So that's why I choose who I can hang out with carefully. And I yeah. think when we talk about nature versus nurture, like with that situation with that girl is like, if you know, if you have a sip of a drink and you'd be like, man, I like this, you might not need a drink. 
You know what I'm saying? You might not be a casual wine drinker, baby. Like, you might need to go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, find different. Cut it off. Cut it off. It ain't true everybody don't feel like that. Some people have a taste of a drink. Like, I ain't never going to taste that again. You know what I'm saying? They done with it. But some people taste that first drink, and it's like, man, I love this. It's like, I don't know what this is. And then they kind of spiral out of control because they get into an environment that supports it. And I mm. think that's kind of what I think about with that is like, we have to be conscious about the environments we put ourselves in because if we put ourselves in an environment that supports the negative parts of us, you know, because we all got, you know, things that we fight with daily, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. But to fight against those things in the room full of people that are for those things is hard, buddy. It's hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard because they're not going to support you. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, this is the podcast, but you know what? God gonna forgive me. Kanye said, "How you stay faithful in a room full of hoes?" I mean, that's it's hard to stay faithful in a room full of hoes. If you in a relationship, why are you in that room? Thanks. Nature versus no, you know what I'm saying. Like if you know, you know your daddy and them been wilding out, and you in the, you know what I'm saying, get you get up out of there, bro. Get up out of there. Get in a situation where you could be successful. Get around your boys that got girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, go yeah. hang out with them. And this is so, real talk, bro. This is like your environment. Question, question: What you think? What do y'all think is more important? You think like the nature, just the the, the your genes, your you know your DNA, just what you naturally came with, or you think it's nurture? Even in sports, like just all types of things. Do you think like LeBron? Like, like, go ahead. I think me personally, uh, even with the whole thing with you know my brother being more successful in sports and then me being more successful in music you know that's that was the that was the switch off you feel me like you already knew how that was gonna go how that was gonna pan off but repeat the repeat the question one more time so i can well, I'm saying, just like nature like okay like people like lebron I, I mean i don't know how hard he, like i said i ain't that's what I, that, that's people what i was say naturally so, have it versus people who have to work for it. like which one is what do y'all think more you know or even with the drugs or even just any situation you know would you say nature I, I, is more important than nurture, like the environment? To to kind of brush a, brush up on the the situation that you're talking about with her with the alcohol thing, I feel like me personally, I was most definitely whitewashed, definitely in a whitewashed community, and that didn't make it seem as though because all the people that I went to school with, because they went to great colleges and they got their bachelor's degree and all these types of different things, made it seem like I was going to do the same thing because I didn't go that same route. The people that decided to surround myself around weren't people that I went to high school with weren't people that you know were like the hey Corey's and all types of stuff like that because I surrounded myself around people who were doing bad things surrounded myself around people who didn't really necessarily have their head right and that's not I didn't follow the path that was meant to be a lawyer or meant to be you know a doctor or whatever the case may be I was put in that environment I was in nice homes you know I was around nice homes my neighborhood was quiet I didn't have to worry about locking my car doors it was I was set for success as most would say but it didn't go that way mm. but I'm successful in my own path but I'm successful in the eyes of telling you know going back to my old high school and being like hey you know Mr. So-and-so whatever whatever you know I'm a I'm a rapper and they're like oh you know that's that's great <laughs> you know that's 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 outstanding you know I couldn't necessarily go back and they they see, you know, they're like, you know, why didn't you go to Baylor? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I didn't, I wasn't the path that was set for me. I decided to go astray. You know what I'm saying? But somebody else, like the girl that you were saying, you know, she said, you know, my family drank and my families were alcoholics. So I decided to be an alcoholic. You can go astray. You don't have to go that path that's necessarily set for you. 
So check this out. So in my opinion, okay, like talking about, let, let's tie it back to what Corey said about my environment, where we grew up, because we grew up in the same household. In, in, in our environment, we grew up in a military community. And the military community is, is very diverse. And you have a lot of different things going on, you know, and you really can kind of pigeonhole yourself and not know what else is going on if you choose to be in a certain area. So mm -hmm. I think it really showed me personally that environment trumps nature 100% of the time because I know people from our community that are straight, like, thugs, like, straight, hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they ain't had, they, they had a, a, a nice home, you know what I'm saying? They grew up and they, everything was good from that end, but they hung out with thugs. So they was raised by the streets. They, they they gravitated towards the streets. You know what I'm saying? That was what they wanted. Mm -hmm. The nature of you may, you may be intelligent brother. You know what I'm saying? You may be naturally inclined to be able to do numbers and calculate in your head like that, but you use it to, to, to deal drugs. You feel what I'm saying? So is, but what it happens is, is your, your, your uh, environment will literally raise you. It takes mm -hmm. a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. Your environment will raise you. And I think, that's why we can't sit here and say, oh, man, I could put myself in any situation and I could trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm strong enough to just stand up out of anything because we not, bro. We not. Mm -hmm. You put yourself in the barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. Like, you know, it ain't, ain't no way around it, bro. <laughs> you ain't going to yeah. be, you ain't going to just be chilling in there like not, you know, ready to get that done. And, and I think um, I'm an advocate for that because, like, with the programs that I want to do, I want to be able to take kids out of bad environments and expose them to other things because I, I, I understand that influence is so strong, bro. Yeah. It's so strong. Sometimes you take somebody out of a crazy situation, you put them in a college setting, and that changed their whole life. Mm -hmm. That changes their whole life. It nurtures them. Like it you nurtures. said, that, that nurture just, and I agree, it's like, you know, you naturally have what you have. That's cool, but if I hang around, like you say, drug dealers every day, I don't care if my mom and dad are doctors. And I, you know, I have, a, I have a, you know, <laughs> a set account set for me when I turn eighteen. If I hang around a drug dealer, yeah, if I if I see what they're doing, yeah, I see what they're doing every day, and it's cool. You know, I'm hang. Why am I hanging with them if I don't think it's cool? So the environment gonna, you know, what I'm saying that environment gonna take over the natural. I'm rich and I don't have to do this. The environment I'm in just gonna be like, man, it's they cool. I hang with them. They might need some help every once in a while. I, I go drop it off. I go deliver it for them. Then that turned into me learning how to cook it, and then learn, you know what I'm saying? So I really think environment, nurture, you, you're nurtured. I mean, you, you come out the womb kind of innocent, and you kind of like nurtured to the person you are. So I think nature versus nurture, I would have to go with nurture too. Because even looking at like situations like LeBron James, some people would say like LeBron James came up bad, and we lost Jay Jones, which is crazy, but they would say LeBron James came up bad. You know, he should have been somebody that was uh, an outlaw in a sense or something like that, but even with LeBron, he ends up being the greatest basketball player in the world. But what what nurtured him was the fact that this is all I got. So he knew, like, I, I'm literally sleeping on pallets. You know what I'm saying? I'm going house to house. My mama don't really love me like that. Let me let Jay Jones back here. Brother, you heard. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. Yo. Did you change My clothes? No, no, no. I'm still in that. My computer definitely said I had 
about two minutes ago, and then it went. I was like, "What?" Y'all, y'all little brothers is wild. Y'all little brothers is wild. <laughs> but, but nah, man. I was just saying though, like LeBron James. You know, I was looking at a situation like with LeBron. Like he came up, and some people would say that dude was destined for failure, right? Now, obviously, he had some nature things going on as far as he was, you know, six nine. I mean, he could dunk over any human, but <laughs> but but the type of man he is, I'm sure that his situation. It bred him. Like, he saw so much struggle that he was like, man, I got to give back. I got to create those schools. I got to do for my community that literally, like, he probably found those onesies and twosies of good people that he saw wasn't going nowhere. And he was like, I want to bring them up to my level and, and, and try to glorify that side of the hood, you know? And I think it's, it's, it's all about perspective, bro. It's all about perspective. You know, we are only – we are only – enslaved and and chained in our own minds you know what i'm saying you always you always can free yourself in your mind no matter what environment you are in that's true but you have to free yourself in your mind to go get yourself in the environment you need to be in you know what i'm saying get around people and in places that fit your mindset as much as possible as much as possible that's the goal like to stay there as much as you can you know you got to go back to the messed up stuff sometimes it's just part of it but when you go back come back with seeds here y'all let's sow these seeds real quick let's grow i know it's wild around here i know you know what i'm saying you my cousin i know you, you, you i know you gang banging but bro like this is this is something we could do he could take it or he can leave it we could sow the seed and, and, and you know what i'm saying i still love you know nothing to say some of my best friends bro some of my best friends i can't necessarily just you know what i'm saying pull up on them whenever you know i know that you know and and i, and I love them like my brothers but it's like you know i just know the way it works it don't change how I feel about you, but it's my environment has to be a certain way for the most part. You know, that's important for success, I believe. Real talk. And I mean, even like we were saying in sports, I seen some six nine, six ten dudes that don't work hard. They don't beat oh, you. They, they, they turn out like Greg Oden. Yep. Shout out to Greg. I ain't even had to say that. But Greg Oden. I thought he was gonna say Vince Young. Nah, not not even. Nah, this y'all, this y'all still balling though, ain't he? CFL, he see CFL. He got a he got a restaurant in Austin. He got a restaurant in Austin. Corey, you been to his restaurant yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. There you go. We might have to pull up on it. Might have to. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I needed that. Gave me some new spots to hit up around here. No, nah, but real talk, man, you know, you can't have the intangibles. You can get all the kind of blessed. You can get everything, man. A lot of cats, you know, especially in our city, Colleen, there's a lot of blessed individuals physically, mentally, so skilled, don't do nothing. It's just like you. It's you, a waste of a lot. It's, it's the land of wasted talent. And, you know, you know, the thing is, is when you when you tend to gravitate towards those people that are not necessarily on your level, fans, Right, people that just tell you how great you are, they oh my god, you're amazing. Like, how did you get to be so great? And you really didn't work for it, you blessed because God blessed you, so you ain't even work for it. So you just over here <laughs> basking in your glory, and all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, when uh the rubber meets the road, at some point you'll get exposed. That's just how it go. Like, if you ain't no grinder, that's why, like, bro, I could think of multiple cats that made it to the NFL, NBA, uh hairdressers that are doing it for celebrity stylists, all these people, bro, they were extremely hard workers and they hung out with hard workers. They always did. Like they was what they was on. They wasn't on the whole like status thing and flashing thing. Cause those people phased out. They all phased out. The talent, the talent, uh, 
whatever you want to call them, they phased out. The hard workers, Royce O'Neal, that played for the Jazz, hard worker, bro. Hard worker. No disrespect to Royce if you ever watch this podcast, but Royce was a little fat boy that had a jumper in, in, in high school, bro, off the rip. Like, that's all he was, bro. Double zero. We knew, like, Royce got that wet shot, though. Royce be out there chilling, just sweat. But once he developed and he was stayed in the gym, bro got defense, bro got taller. He, he already had great character. And once his body kind of fit his mindset, it was a wrap. It was a wrap, bro. That's, now, now we see the man in the playoffs. He was Dean up Dan's Harden last year. And I can name countless cats that I know that made it that just environment, bro. They stayed in the right spots long enough. Long enough. If you stay in the right spot long enough, good things will happen. That's nature versus nurture to me. You know what I'm saying? Good things will happen. If you stay in the wrong spots long enough, bad things will happen. Facts. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. You hang around five billionaires, you might be the six. You might be the six, or at least you're going to be a thousandaire at the bare minimum. Even if you, at the bare minimum, you're going to learn something. You're going to at least be a you know, hundred thousand at the, at the minimum. You hang out with billionaires <laughs> at the minimum. You, I don't know what you got going on. You can't do that. For real. Broke, broke men don't hang around other, other rich men. And if they do, he's probably, probably his brother. He's going to have the smart ones. The smart ones do. Uh-huh. They ain't broke for long. Are they a janitor? Hey man, yeah, I'll be the janitor. To the door. Hey, hey, I will janitor. I will janitor for uh, Jeff Bezos. I'll be cleaning his toilets like I'm. Hey, Mr. Bezos, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm gonna be in Elon Musk's office. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Musk. <laughs> Need me a Tesla. You got to. You got to. <laughs> Jay Jones, you can unmute yourself. I ain't heard no echo, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I know this phone be tripping sometimes. Nah, I ain't do it this time. I don't know what's going on. We had more echo from Corey a little bit earlier than you. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah, iPhone. But, uh, uh, you got some questions today, Sloan? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Oh, oh. This song, this song, this song, this song, this song, this song. Oh, you. This song. This song. This slow. This slow. You still gonna ask the question to it? Oh. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um, I do like to do questions, Corey. So I, what I do is, I usually uh, riddle out like five questions. The last time it got a little deep, man. You know what I'm saying? We got a little. My eyes, little my eyes got little, you know what I'm saying? A little eyes welty and whatnot. So I'm gonna run through three questions, right? Um, and then we're going to pretty much try to get a full thought out, okay? So it'll be like, you know, question, and then you finish your thought, and then we good. So I'm going to start this one. And uh, the first question is, why can't you quit? And uh, so my thing is, why can't I quit? I cannot quit because there is too much at stake, and life is too short. I, I know that life is day-to-day. Um, Corey and myself, we definitely know that through the experiences we've had in life. Um, you know, and Jay Jones, I know you have as well. We got to be seizing every single moment, you know, so I can't quit on things that I want to do because there may be a day I may not, may not be able to do it. So if I got a couple of seconds left to get it done and I may not, you know, succeed, at least, at least I tried and I could try again tomorrow and I know a little something new moving forward, so. So why why can't you quit, you guys? So either one of y'all can take that. You got it, Jay Jones. Okay. Uh, why can't I quit? 
uh, I think my whole life I was taught not to be a quitter just in everything. Like I said, I said it a couple times on the podcast. If I started it, I finished it, even if I didn't really like it. Like I did powerlifting in high school. I was born. But I, it's like I would sign my name up for it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to quit. So uh, it's just how I was brought up. And then, like you said, as long, you just never know when. And I'm going to go out fighting if I'm going to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't going to say, oh, you know, Jarrell, oh, he said a lot of stuff. But he ain't do nothing. They're going to say, hey, he went out like a G. Like, his last little efforts, he was trying to do something. So Tony Montana style. Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. But uh, me, why can't I quit? I feel like I can't quit because I got more than just me depending on me. I got, you know, a daughter. I got somebody else depending on me as far as, you know, hoping that I'm making the right decisions, hoping that I'm doing the right things to make her life better, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that her dad stays in her life. Uh, I got my mom depending on me. I got my brother depending on me. I got people who I know if I make these bad decisions, they're going to look at me like, man, what's going on, you know? Uh, just a minute ago, you were doing so well, you know, uh, a lot of things could make you take three steps forward and 15 steps back. And you're like, man, what, what was I thinking? You know what I'm saying? You were set in a position to be there. What are you doing? It's not nice enough. So. Big facts. Big facts. I like that. I like that. So we're going to, we, so since Jay Jones is the seasoned vet on this podcast, he's got the next question first. Uh, so one thing you could do in your sleep. Ooh, one thing I could do in my sleep. Um, that was tough. Very tough. That was a good question. It is. That really is a good question. It, 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 easy, right? Today? One thing you could do in your sleep. Uh, I would probably say the thing that is special to me is um. Probably coaching football, even not even coaching football, building relationship. I guess I would have to be woke to do that though. Uh, <laughs> dang, it's hard, bro. Like I'm trying. That's to what I mean, though. Bro. I mean, like, my life me, for you, it's a it's a figure of speak. It's not a literal term. I know. I, know. Oh, I was about to. I'm I was about to <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess figure of speak. Yeah, but no, it's like coaching football. Building relationships with people. And, 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 I mean, I did that through football. Now I'm doing it through counseling. So I would just say building relationships with people. I'm pretty good at just, like someone always say, I got a million friends. I don't even know I have them sometimes. And so I'm like, bro, you got, I'm like, so yeah, I guess building relationships, keeping relationships with people. Even Sloan and I, I told him we were going to be homies. And he was like, I don't really call people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a select few group of friends. He he wanted like three. So <laughs> MySpace my top ain't too big. Yeah, yeah. MySpace top was never big, man. Go ahead. <laughs> what, it got what, me in a lot of trouble. I tell you that. What'd you say? It got me in a lot of trouble. I tell you that. Boy, you was like five years old. Get out of here. What what what's five. one thing you can do in your sleep? One thing you can do in your me? sleep. Yeah. Uh, I like to think that. My dreams are prophecies, so I kind of be brewing up, brewing up, brewing up, you know, career, career schemes sometimes. Okay, okay. So Corey went with the actual sleep model. Okay. Uh, no, I know, th I thought that at first too. So. Okay, he went with the actual sleep model, so he said he could prophesize in his sleep. Um, one thing I could do in my sleep, man, one thing I could do in my sleep, uh, 
man. I, I feel like in my sleep, I could still, I could still, uh, man, how I ask the question, I still don't know the answer myself. Um, it's tough. I would kind of say build relationships as well. Um, and just, it's not hard for me to flip things and get back positive. I think yes. that's something that's not very hard for me to do. I think I, I do get, you know, everybody goes up and down, but I can kind of very quick. Like I can go from like really upset to like cracking jokes, just like that. Like just to just kind of break the tension. And it's not hard for me to do that. And I think it's something that's really been beneficial in my life in regards to working on teams. Because sometimes you work with a team full of maybe even three people like this right here. And two or maybe even three of the people hate each other. So it's like, how do we continue to work? Crack a joke. You know, almost what you explained was a bipolar disorder, right? This dude. Nah, he right You can't talk to the psychology guys about psychology. <laughs> no, but yeah. he said he, and he snapped. He snapped and then went back to laughing. I said, "Whoa!" actually, bipolar disorder is categorized with uh, one episode of mania every two weeks. Oh, there you go. Look at you. So he picked some class, but nah, you're right though, Sloan, because I remember when we worked together, certain people used to be like, dress this, dress that, and I'd be like, the rest of the day, I'd be staring at him like, you know me, I'd be like, mm, you didn't fish me on for the rip, and you'd be like, I ain't worried about that, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't that, man. All, all conflict is temporary, but... Um, and then the last question, the last question for you, brothers. Now I'll take this one, I guess. No, Corey got this one now. It's Corey got this one, yeah. Young Corey. All right. Do I create a question? Huh? No, no, man. Do I create a question? <laughs> uh, no. Listen. So, <laughs> who is the kindest person you know, Corey? Who is the kindest person you know? The kindest person I know. I have to be, I have to be my mother. I have to go with my mother. Definitely. Definitely. Mama. Uh, mm -hmm. All right. Jay Jones, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kindest person I know. Probably my grandmother. She real. She just always just, if you come in the house, you family type thing. It's like, who is that? Oh, okay. You want some meat? You want some? I'm like, God. <laughs> Like, you don't even know who he is yet, Grandma. This could be a criminal, like so. <laughs> well, come on and eat before you steal everything. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know you're hungry. Yeah. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Nah, I, I'm saying, saying, Mama. You know, I was, I was hoping Corey said somebody else so I could be the favorite son, but he did it. He's smart, smart guy. Smart uh, guy, yeah, man. Smart guy. I had to. Nah, mom, mom do a lot for us, man. My mom type, like, she'll give you the shirt off her back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I had to uh, literally pull myself away from my mom in my adult life. Like, I literally had to, mom, get off me. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be a man, because she going to love you up until no end. So, yeah. shout outs to moms. Moms is, is definitely uh accountability partner, all that, all that. Um, But. Definitely. I mean, we done with the questions right there. And I mean, this has been a quality, very quality, quality podcast. What's that? Oh, my bad. My bad. my bad. You got to tell me, you got to let me know what I need to download today. Every time somebody give me the, give me the game. So be smart with this. You got to. 
you gotta you gotta get on Apple Music. If you don't got Apple Music, you got Spotify. If you don't got Spotify, got Amazon Music. If you don't got Amazon Music, got on YouTube Music. God, S L O A N G O D, and uh, look up Top of the Tower. That's the name of the album. But typically, if you type in if you type in Sloan God, I've been popping for a little bit, so I think I didn't flooded that whole search. I didn't flood okay, that whole okay. search. So. I'm gonna do that right. When we, look, I was gonna do it as we talk, but since my computer died, I gotta do it after <laughs> we get off the podcast. But I'm gonna do right. that today. Promise. Now, and I appreciate that, man. Nah, man. Um. Well, it's been a it's been a pleasure, pleasure, not a pleasure, a pleasure having you. On. <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on here, brother. You know, I know you've been trying to get on for a minute, and we've been trying to get you on. And there go Jay Jones. <laughs> no, bro, my battery. Hey, man, Jay Jones. That never happened to me. Like, that never like, happened to me. <laughs> bro, that happened to everybody else with me. Like that never happened to me. Jay Jones hit the eyebrow on the boy. He's a. <laughs> Man, that happened because people gonna see that now. Yeah, y'all got on me because, like, every time I think pause, y'all keep on telling me about the. Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Mine, mine yeah. is like a cross. That's all mine is, is a cross. I need to change mine. Yeah. That's my Google something picture. It's something on Google that did that. I don't. I ain't even do that. That's probably my Boy. favorite picture. I'm gonna put that on, on a meme or something. Very good. <laughs> to be honest, uh, the little the little box in there. It's like three of us, and there's a spot for four boxes. The part where you were like, uh, who's the. Uh, co- Person, you know, I thought a little crackhead over here talking about man, my parole officer is the kind of dude I know, man. He, nah, he, he nah, ain't sent me to jail yet, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a kind of man I know. Nah, not the PO, man. Not the PO. <laughs> not the PO. But nah, not the for PO. real. For real, though. I appreciate you coming on, though, Corey, and sharing some, sharing some insight, especially in that forest. Definitely, man. I'm thinking about it, man. I, I might, I might, I might just do it. Hey, man. I, look, I might there's just a lot do of. It. There's a lot of there's a lot of good knowledge. You just need to apply yourself, Smokey. Smokey, <laughs> you gotta apply yourself. <laughs> on, on that on that note, hey man, we out. For sure, man.